Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to it. Just about 11.15. Tracy Morgan, of course, in with you for Let's Talk. It's our show where we welcome in fantastic professionals to talk about issues that are important to you and also their businesses as well. And today is our day with the Community Care Connections, and we're going to be talking about their Community Homes Program and focus on that today. And we get some things to talk about and share with you so you know all about these programs. But before we get to there, let me, of course, give you the test. You should know the test by now. I do this like every single day, right? Okay, how you listen. So you do have us on the radio at 680 AM and 107.5 FM. You have us on Alexa powered devices. So you can just say Alexa, play WISR 680, and that should be enough there. We should come up live and you can listen to us with that avenue. There's also the app, the ISR app, wherever you get your apps, look for that, download it to your mobile phone or device. And then of course you can listen to us online. So you have the streaming option at WISR680.com. So what you're going to do there is you're going to, well, you can listen to us live. There's the button that says listen live for the stream. Then I started thinking about the podcast page. So what you would do there, still online, is you go to the program menu and you're going to, in that bar, hit programs, and that's going to drop you down to Let's Talk. So plenty of different ways, right? And we'll repeat that again before we leave today. But today we do have Sean Doherty in, Doherty in here with us, and he is the Residential Program Director for Community Care Connections. It's so nice to have you, Sean. Nice to talk to you. Welcome into the studio. Thank you. It's good to be here, Yeah, Tracy. it's good to have you here, yeah. too. So I know we, we talked to the organization about a month ago, and we were kind of getting a gist of community cares. But before we focus in on your home's program, can you give us that generalized sense of who Community Care Connection is? Uh, yeah, Community Care Connections is... Um, we're a, a number of different programs. We're just one small piece of that. And um, um, we provide residential services, but we provide day programming and um, in, infant toddler therapy. And we have camps. We, we do a whole lot of things um, directed to working with individuals with intellectual disabilities and helping them live yeah. their best life that so they can. When we're talking about your homes program, mm -hmm. if you were to describe what that is, is it focused on, on those with uh, the, the disabilities? Does it matter the age or are we talking about a certain age demographic in these homes? Uh, no, it, it, it really doesn't. Um, it's it, the ages are, um, we, we have serve adolescents through adulthood. Um, and um, pretty so you much, can go all different uh, yep, ages, yeah. All, all so then answer me the question when people say, what is that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is your homes program? Yeah, um, it, it basically is a small group of regular homes dispersed in the Butler area, often referred to as group homes by a lot of people. Um, and then in these homes, our supervisors and direct support professionals help provide what is called residential habilitation to typically three individuals um, with intellectual disabilities. And there's a whole lot more that goes into residential services, but in general, we work you know, to help the individuals we serve as um, to live in these homes as independently as possible and help them integrate into their neighborhoods and, and community. And we'll just clarify, you have nine mm -hmm. different homes, but they are all in Butler County. So you serve Butler County. Yeah, all, all nine homes are in Butler County, um, and they're just, they're 
it, all of, in regular neighborhoods. Um, some might have adapted vehicles parked in the driveway or, or a wheelchair ramp, but you could, you could drive by any one of them and, and not even know it's a group home. And, and that's kind of the idea is uh, that we're integrated in the community like everyone else. Um, and, so. and I'm curious, and I, I, I do want to ask you, like, who lives in these homes, mm -hmm. and we'll get to that in just a second. But when you talk about the integration, if you will, into the community, what kind of feedback do you get from those who live in the home that there's not, like, this huge sign outside or, you know, there's not a special address? You know, it's just you are incorporated into the community. Yeah, I, we've – over overall, it's it's – very positive um you know over the years thinking back we've had some negative experiences we're, we're mostly it's people don't know or understand what what it is we do that they're fearful of of you know uh, us being next right. to them right. but as we get to know them you know usually when we come into a neighborhood we might have an open house or uh something like that and, and we slowly get to know them and they you know they see that you know when it comes holiday time we're we're decorating for Christmas. We're welcoming trick-or-treaters. We're just part yeah. of the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, so. then do explain to me who, who can live in the house or homes, I should say. But are there requirements or talk about that? For yeah, uh, it's really adolescent through through adulthood. But, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, requiring a primary diagnosis of intellectual disability. Um, but they, they, they can We have folks that are very high functioning and and. Um, work in the community and and just you know get minimal supports from us and then there's you know people with more physical disabilities that maybe require that 24 7 hands-on care and we'll talk about the staff and and who is sure. at the homes in in just a moment but i mentioned that there were nine homes in mm -hmm. butler county but where exactly are they <laughs> we, we here's have, your test <laughs> they're, they're, they're they're all over um we have uh, like five in center township and, okay. and a few in, in butler and um our office is, is on 114 Skyline Drive and just out in any direction, um, all the houses are probably within nine miles, but none of them are in the same neighborhood. Right, so. right. And is that important not to have them in the same neighborhood or it, it, is there a point to having them scattered throughout the county? Yeah, the, the, it being the integration. Yeah. Okay. And okay. actually there's new settings rules now that, you know, they you really need to make sure that they're dispersed through the community. Otherwise, it's it's not integrated. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it, it defeats your point of what you're trying to do. Yeah. So let's first talk about the cost, because I'm sure that's probably one of the concerns that come up if a loved one is making this decision. And, and maybe answer that for me first. Is it typically mom or dad or maybe the caretaker that's making the decision to move into this home, or is it the actual future residents making that decision? Uh, it, it can be both. I would say more often it's, it's the parent that's looking out for, for, for the need of, you know, looking down one. the road, mm -hmm. the, the need for their loved one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure the cost comes up in conversation. It, it does. And, and it, the cost is, is pretty prohibitive. I mean, to provide a 24 seven service, it's, it's, you know, something that's not typically, you know, uh, actually, I would say never paid out of pocket. It's it's something that's reimbursed. Oh, it's covered yeah, typically. Yeah. So, what so. do you tell? Walk us through that kind of um, conversation, if you will, when the cost comes up. Like, how much does it cost you all to to run these homes? Yeah. It, well, it, it like I said, it, it it can be quite a bit, and um, really to keep the individuals out of more institutional settings, the, the government allows states to use Medicaid funds to provide 
these home and community-based services, residential HAB being one of them, um, to people with disabilities through what they call HCBS waivers, the home and community-based mm -hmm. service waivers. And um, there's a handful of waivers, but individuals in our homes would typically be enrolled in either the consolidated waiver or the adult autism waiver. Um, so really the most important part is, is getting on that waiver. Uh, so, um, but you know, basically we provide the, the residential hab in these homes and then the state reimburses us for that service. Um, so, you know, if, if families contact us, my first question is, um, you know, do you have a supports coordinator or are, are you on a waiver? And, you know, if they're not, then we try and point them in the right direction. So what is the right direction? Uh, and you don't have to give us all those details, but like where does a parent go if once you've asked that question and the answer is no or I don't know what you're talking about? So where do you go at that I, point? You can go to Butler County um, ID. Uh, they can help you out. A lot of times we point people in the direction of a supports coordination unit, um, Center for Community Resources, uh, somebody like that. Okay. Yeah. And so can they contact you regardless if they have not taken that step yet? Yes. To get into one of these homes, yeah. does it take some time? Is there a waiting list? You know, should we go ahead and start these conversations now? What's your opinion on that? Yeah, we, we absolutely encourage people to be... Um, involved in this involved conversation in a, yeah. yeah a lot of times people wait in, until they're um, aged and have limited ability to participate in the process and so we we strongly encourage parents to, to you know to make that call to to take that tour to ask those questions ahead of time so that um, they can be an active part of the process when you're saying that individuals have aged are you talking about mom or dad yeah okay yeah, okay yeah. because then as they get older they may not have the mobility themselves to right. be able to to take care of this right. yeah. and and we've talked about this not necessarily with community care connections but with many many other organizations that are on this show that have services for individuals i always say to them and i think that you're the same correct me if i'm wrong we know that you're out there but we never ask questions until we need it you know like in the yeah. moment you know so how important is it to you to suggest to people to start this conversation now uh, even yeah. if they don't need it for another couple of it, years it's extremely important and that's why i'm always happy to to talk to people and um give tours and, and a lot of times they say i'm not ready mm -hmm. um and you know I, I give them all the credit in the world to you know back in the old days it was you know you went to an institution and they didn't take care of them so i've always had a tremendous amount of respect for the parents who were able to care for their um loved one as long as they could um but yeah it's it's a lot of times they come to us and they're they're not quite ready but it's it, it's important that they start asking those questions and start to feel comfortable about you know where their loved one's going to yeah. end up and there's so many elements in life that that i think that's where we are in as individuals we're not quite quite ready but we start to learn a little bit and then we learn a little bit more and then we keep educating ourselves yeah. so when we are ready we can reach out sure and be able to to continue with that so let me ask you though on on your end when it comes to the community homes program with community care connections do you have like oversight is there are there regulations that you have to follow and how do you prove all of that sure yeah there, there's absolutely um regulations the Department of Human Services Office of Developmental Programs oversees the home and community-based services in the state. So they, they have a big book of regulations with a couple different sets of regulations. One of the thick books, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, we, uh, that, that we have to follow. And they're related to health and safety, training, individual rights, and, and lots of other things. And we pretty much work 
the entire year to be compliant with these regulations so that when um, the licensing division comes for annual on-site inspections that that we're ready and um, you know typically and knock on wood we do we do a really good job and uh, we actually ha will have licensing coming up here pretty soon and mm -hmm. so you know they're the ones that you know issue our, our certificate that right. we can put on the wall for another year so. are they surprise visits or did they let you know they're coming uh they they can and have the authority to come at any time they oh, want okay. you know that's why another reason why you have to always be you know on your p's and keep you know making sure right. you're doing what you need to do right um but yeah, typically for the annual inspection they let you know it's coming and they gather information ahead of time and then um, spend a couple days you yeah. know looking at your homes and, and going through your paperwork but it's good to know, I think, as somebody who would have to make such a decision that you could get a surprise visit because that makes you on your toe. You know, yes, you have to yes. do what you have to do, and you do it so well. Again, we're talking with Sean Doherty, and he's with Community Cares Connections Community Homes Program, and we're talking about the homes. And it, it, let's go back to the homes for a moment, Sean, mm -hmm. because I'm wondering what goes on in the homes. Are there activities? How do you plan someone's day? And then you have different individuals at different levels. So how do you take care of those needs in particular? It can be a challenge because everyone's different. Um, I really, uh, you know, when I started in this field 25 plus years ago when I was still in school, I, there were typical days. Um, most individuals got up at the same time and they went to large program centers or workshops you know all at the same time they went on group outings it, it was pretty predictable you know what what the day looked like and um it worked at the time but there was there's definitely been in the last few years a greater emphasis on person-centered planning and community inclusion and so now individuals are, are better able to pursue their um, individual interests so they they go in multiple directions and do many different things during the day so there's not there's not really a typical day anymore yeah, yeah. and how has that changed your life I, I i say yours but someone that's in your shoes because back then when you had a typical day i'm sure you had that routine to your your daily schedule as well with now so many different activities and, and people moving in different directions does that cause a need for additional personnel for community care connections it, it does it does we, we we have to have more staff and 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 we try and keep the you know them well trained and um aware of the idea of, of, of what we're trying to accomplish and, and getting them out um takes more vehicles it's it's yeah we're, we're on the go a lot more yeah. um so yeah and there's a greater cost to it but it's 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 definitely worth it i think it's know? another opportunity for folks to figure out a new path in life for their professional journey you know because yeah. it's not just the same thing that happened 25 years ago right you know right. there are different avenues now with community care connections again uh, sean doherty here with us and if you if this is the first time folks that you're hearing of the homes program again there are nine different homes integrated into butler county and um, these are fantastic homes so if you want to check it out if it's something that you've been thinking over or maybe it is the first time you're hearing of it and you want to make the phone call to find out more you can always do that sean i'm going to ask for your contact information now and then of course we'll do that again because i know we still have about 15 minutes left with you but what's the best way to call for the the homes program uh, the, the the number for our main office is 724-283-3198 um you know my particular extension is 230 um and you're Welcome to call anytime. Yeah. And again, yeah. we'll do that here in just a couple of minutes. But let's okay. talk more about your staff, if you don't okay. mind. You sure. know, talk about how you staff the homes and, and what is a day like for you as a staff member? 
we do a lot of a lot of block shifts what we call block shifts they're two and a half day live-in positions which are kind of unique and um in the longer day uh, shifts which are about 12 hours and and we feel that the consistency is more comforting to the individuals than the constant coming and going of staff um, we, we have an incredible group of direct support professionals who work in our homes right now um, they're absolutely the backbone of our program on any given day they they can you know, could be a, a counselor an, an advocate a teacher um, they're passing medications coordinating medical appointments driving them places um and on and on and on um and and they help our individuals through through good times and bads they'll they'll laugh with them and they'll cry with them and it's in, it can be incredibly difficult work but we, we're we're blessed with a fantastic group of employees right now who um some of which have been here a long long time yeah then let me ask you about the bad times i've uh, again for two years i've been asking organizations the same kinds of questions and since sean you're, you're in front of me now i'll ask mm -hmm. you the same but you know the past couple of years with with covid how has that affected your your staffing in particular are you short of individuals or are you just not seeing people come back to work like like a lot of other organizations are seeing what's happening for for you yeah it 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 has been absolutely difficult the, the last couple of years and and sometimes scary um but there's there's people living in in our houses so shutting down just wasn't an option um I mean, we've had several cases in some of the homes but um we had so much support from administration and other programs um, you know, the individual um, families have been tremendous. They, they were just incredibly understanding and patient as we went through um, these short periods and um, at times not being able to visit their loved one. Um, but they, they jumped on board with the Zoom and the FaceTime, mm -hmm. and, and they did really well. But We still can't figure out where the camera is, yeah, where the mute yeah, button is, yeah. but, you know, we're trying. We're trying. We're adapting. Go it, ahead. It was tough for all of us, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it, like I said, most importantly, it was the DSPs. I mean, they, they risked their own health, you know, it, even at the beginning when we didn't know what was going on. They risked their own health and went in, in um, you know, spent significant amounts of time away from their own families uh, to help get the individuals through it and you know we're, we're still pretty careful you know a couple years later but it, it does feel good it feels like things are getting a little bit back yeah. to normal how about yeah. your staff in itself are you, are you looking for individuals are you still hiring are you do you have a shortage at all we we are doing really well um right now um i'd like to tell you we're fully staffed but we actually are looking at purchasing a 10th home so we we are absolutely, again growing yeah <laughs> growing yeah <laughs> trying to grow slow but we we, we are uh, definitely looking for a few good people um so if um if anyone's interested yeah absolutely you can find us we advertise our jobs on indeed um you could go to our website or call our human resource department uh where our starting rate is 15 dollars an hour plus an attendance bonus and um, it, we have a health care, 401k, uh, paid vacation, um, a lot of pay, paid training mm -hmm. and all that, all yeah. that good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Again, folks, if you're just joining us now and you're like, oh, where are they talking mm -hmm. about? It's Community Care Connections, and this is with their Community Homes Program. But if you just want to look for Community Care Connections on Indeed and find the job offerings, then feel free and, and do that, and you'd be able to find what they have available at this time. But, Sean, let me ask you, when mm -hmm. you're looking at a 10th home or an 11th home or, you know, 12, mm -hmm. however you grow in the future, 
what do you have to do to a home? So how do you pick a particular home and say, yes, this is our fit? Or do you go into a home and, and already recognize we have to adapt this and we have to build this and then it will meet our needs? Well, we're pretty picky because that's why we're still looking. But um, typically a ranch um, that, that's with an open plan is, is easier for us. It, it has to be able to be adapted if need be. Um, you know, because some of the homes need adapted and some don't, but we, we don't want to be backed into a corner. So we like mm -hmm. to have a house that's, that, that is adaptable. Um, and and we, we adapt to houses based on the individual's needs. Some, some of the people living in our homes do have accompanying physical disabilities. So in these situations, we have adapted vehicles and entryways and, and bathrooms. And, and we, we do a lot of track and lift systems so that we don't have to physically lift the individuals, which is... Um, safer for the individuals but also safer for our staff right. too so that's that's really important and you know we do adaptations for individuals who have audio or visual deficits and really what whatever adaptation adaptation we can make to help keep keep people in their home that's that's what we're going to do, do you, does it matter if there's a property with land or do you like to say stay in more of a, um, a residential area or a city setting does it matter where the home is we th it's okay if it has land with it, but we we more like um, people to be in, in a community, in, okay. in a neighborhood. And so I'm not. I guess what yeah. I'm not picturing like farmland, like you right. have acres and acres and acres. What I'm thinking is, you know, that you have plenty of areas around here that have like an acre and a half, sure, or just an acre, or maybe a couple of acres, and then the neighbors right there. You know, so I mean, but then there are some places, of course, in our area where you're you could reach out and touch the next building. You know, you're rather close. Right, yeah. If you're living in the city, you're gonna be a little closer than you are out in one of the townships. Right, yeah. So does it matter where the home is? It does not. No, oh, okay. No. Okay, you're just looking for the, the, the right home. The right home, yeah. In order mm -hmm. to be able to do that. How close sure. are you to this 10th home? Are you just still searching? Uh, I, didn't, I don't know how close we are. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> all right. We've been looking. Trying I mean, to get some news out of you, I yeah, guess. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're active. We, we looked at one this weekend. We, we've, we've looked at several oh, you know, just trying to find the best one so so has that hindered you at all with how we've had to live the past couple of years in real estate because we've had real estate um, conversations in here as well and it you know buying homes and selling homes have just upended itself you know of course in the past couple of years has that worked into any challenges it, it, it's probably been at least five years since we've purchased a new home and, and i would definitely say the the price of homes is absolutely Isn't that crazy up. yeah and yeah. It, it seems to be like there's a lot of like we had, we're at an open house on sunday and it was packed there was yeah. like tons of people there so yeah it, it's it's made it more difficult securing a house let's talk about other challenges sure. if you don't mind i mean just in providing the services that you do with community care connections mm -hmm. and again we're focusing on the community homes program what challenges do you see that that arise that you have to always find a solution to yeah um like i said it can be difficult work and, and some individuals have these physical needs that require physical hands-on care so there's there's a lot of lifting bending uh, pushing wheelchairs and stuff like that it, it can be physically exhausting at times um, yeah and, uh, some of our individuals also have what they call dual diagnosis so along with intellectual disability they also have mental health diagnoses um, just like anyone else in the community might have and um, working through mental health issues is, is tough enough on its own but when you combine that with intellectual disability and sometimes communication barriers it can create challenging situations for the individuals and staff um, and these frustrations at time lead to 
what we call behaviors. And so the staff are all trained on using positive approaches and they do a great job helping individuals work through these behaviors on their own. But, you know, there's times when these behaviors can be significant enough and disruptive enough to their lives that they require um, intervention from a behavior specialist. Do you have behavior specialists a part of your team or do you partner? We, we used to contract out, but we are, we're fortunate to have a great uh, behavior specialist team on, um, on staff at Community Care Connections. Nicole Panicelli is actually mm -hmm. the director of that program, mm -hmm. and uh, she was actually supposed to be here today, but unfortunately... Hi, Nicole. Yeah, <laughs> she couldn't make yeah. it because, um, you know... The, the, uh, Scheduling uh, issues, yeah. Yeah, and, and that comes first, so we understand that. But in our program, Nicole and her team um, are available to assess individuals with challenging behaviors and provide counseling to the individuals along with training and support for our staff and you know hopefully in decreasing or eliminating some of these behaviors the individuals are have less barriers or unable to enjoy activities and be more fully engaged in their community so yeah like I said we used to um, contract that out but it's it's been really nice having Nicole you know mm -hmm. as, par as part of the team yeah. Uh, yeah how long have you had these homes I mean if you have nine of course they didn't pop up overnight how long have you been doing this but I, I personally have been here for you said uh, about 25 nine, years 19 plus 19. well I have okay. 25 in the field but okay. yeah okay. it was CCC for 19 plus years and um but they've been doing it a lot longer than that um I think they opened their first couple homes back in 1978 to serve adolescents yeah and uh but as the population has aged and, and as more individuals were coming out of state institutions, we grew and started serving people through adulthood. Yeah. And folks, if you're listening to us right now, you just joined us in our conversation. We're talking with Sean Doherty. He's with Community Care Connections. And he's talking about the Community Homes Program. But as I'm looking at the clock, Sean, I know we're going to run out of time <laughs> before we get in everything. So let me just ask you uh, a couple of final questions all in one. And, and kind of to finish us out in this conversation, just kind of give us your viewpoint, if you will, of what it's like to work at CCC. And then, of course, I want to get the contact information sure. again out for folks. Sure. It, it's a great place to work. Like I said, I've been there a long time. It's not too big, not too small. I think family atmosphere is something that you hear a lot uh, thrown around. And it's true. We, we not only care, all of us, a great deal about what we do, but also, you know, we care about each other. There's a lot of teamwork. Um, our CHP team focuses specifically on programming, but we couldn't do uh, what we do without working closely with, with the other departments. There's the fiscal department, human resources, the facilities department, um, our administration, and also with other programs because we share individuals mm -hmm. across programs. So it's, it's vital that we communicate with each other. And uh, it's just, it's really nice to be a around other professionals, you know, to troubleshoot and bounce ideas off. And, and it's just, it's a, it's a really good group of people doing some amazing things. We all have our skills and to bring all those skills together is such a, a valuable part to any organization. Sure, I, when you yeah, talk about yeah. finances, I can't remember who it was, uh, but I would always look at them and they say, I, I love you to death, but I just don't like what you do because I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah. I don't add, no way. Right, <laughs> so, right. But it takes all of those skills to come together to make a, a great sure. organization like CCC. All right, okay. so give us the contact information one more time. How do we go about finding out more information about the homes or just CCC if we'd like? Yeah, if you're interested or even just curious um, for the future, I'm happy to answer any questions. I even do tours um, if families are interested. Uh, my number is 724-283-3198 or um, 
uh, communitycareconnections.com. Yeah. Anything else you would like to share with us in our last minute or two? Anything that we may have missed about CCC or the Community Homes Program? No, it's, it's, it's just, like I said, it's just a, it's, it's a really, really good place. It's, I, I enjoy working there, and, and yeah. we, do, we do some incredible things across all the different programs. Yeah, so. well, I'm glad you're here to talk about it. No, I was glad to yeah, be here. And, and share. I think, to a lot of us, we may not have known that these homes are out there. Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of times we don't seek information until it's our turn to have to go seek it. So I'm glad that you're here to provide that. Thank Sean, you. thanks so much. Tell everyone back at CCC we said hello. All right, we'll and, do. And Nicole as well. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sean Doherty with Community Care Connections, the Community Homes Program. And again, you can contact them and find out more if you would like to learn more about the Community Homes Program. And you know what, Sean, I should ask you this, and I know we have like a minute left. Are you ever looking for volunteers? Typically, I tell people if they'd like to volunteer, or do you just stick with your staff? A lot of times we, we are just based on regulations we okay, are restricted regu- in that way but gotcha. we do have some volunteer opportunities um, okay you know our, our board of directors is is a volunteer board so okay there may be opportunities i would contact fin- okay the fantastic because <laughs> yeah. i'm so used to saying if you'd like to volunteer but contact yeah. them first but sure. if you would like to learn more about their homes of course contact community care connections all right yeah. folks we are out of time for the day but if you would like to listen to this program again in its entirety i'm going to point you to our website so that's wisr680.com And in the menu bar, you're going to pick programs. That's going to drop you down to Let's Talk. And that's where you're going to find our conversation today with Community Care Connections. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees. 